Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo again on another large slate, but that's okay. Ramiz is out uh, dealing with some uh, uh, finals, uh, I believe, for school, and I uh, definitely want him to focus on that. So no big deal. I am here to help you guys win some money. And uh, we're going to be talking today, obviously, about... The Friday slate, which has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games on that slate. I think there are actually more games. Uh, there might be a couple of showdowns or something like that. Yeah, I think this is all of them. But 11-game slate for your Friday, uh, the main slate. That's what we're going to focus on here. And uh, I apologize. Those uh, player props I gave out in the last one, I gave out four of them. They went one and three, so I'm going to try to redeem myself with some player props, too. And hit you up with some of those free uh, wager pass props. But uh, before I do that, let's go ahead and hop into some DFS stuff and look at some of the injury news that we need to stay on top of. As always, Jimmy Butler is questionable, but he should be returning. He was supposed to return on Wednesday. They pushed it back to Friday, so uh, hoping he can play in this one. Hero is also probable, so it looks like the uh, you know Miami Heat are getting back to full strength. Uh, you can kind of fade some of those guys we've been playing, like the Max Struces of the world uh, or the, you know, Kale Martins, etc., uh, etc. Et Brandon Ingram, out. Herb Jones, out. That's, that's some big ones. We've got some interest in, in New Orleans, uh, which we'll talk about here momentarily. Middleton is probable. His uh, imminent return is finally upon us. I know uh, Dan Vespers is happy about that season long. Uh, we can be happy about it in uh, DFS, too. It's another weapon we can use. Uh, not using it today, but uh, down in the future we can. McCollum is also probable. So we can uh, look at that for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. I've still got some interest, though. I'll talk about that. Uh, Wendell Carter, out for one to two weeks with that plantar fasciitis. I said it was going to be about a week, and it's going to be one to two weeks. So, uh, you know, chalk that up as a, as a prediction going right. Uh, Mo Bamba, questionable with the back issue. Suggs is out. So we got some uh, maybe some value over there in Orlando to look at. Tobias Harris, questionable with an illness. It's a big one to keep our eyes on. I don't have any plays immediately off of that, uh, but we do want to keep our eyes on that because somebody is likely going to get some more usage there. Chumo Keke, out. That should have been with the Orlando stuff. Sorry about that. He's also out. So we do have some uh, Orlando guys to look at again. Uh, ben Simmons, out. I'm Brooklyn. Uh, Jakob Pertl, out. He's had some guys to stream last time. Are we going to stream Zach Collins again? My answer is no. But uh, we'll, we'll mention Jakob Pertl being out. Uh, Jared Allen out with a back issue. And Kevin Love is doubtful. So, again, Cleveland has some front court uh, holes that they need to fill. Played somebody kind of interesting last game. I do have some interest in him here, but we'll talk about that. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is out with the heel injury still. Bummer for my fantasy teams. Uh, John Collins out for two weeks. DeAndre Hunter also out. Bogdan Bogdanovich, questionable. They could really use him here because they're going to be down bodies. But there are some uh, there is some usage to be in some minutes to be you know divvied up there in Atlanta. Mike Conley still out, so we can still look at some of those guards in Utah. Dennis Jun Dennis Smith Jr. out. Lamelo Ball out. Cody Martin out. All in Charlotte, so we do have some interest there in some guards, and we'll talk about that. Lonnie Walker is also questionable with LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis both in. Uh, not too much on uh, in on any of those Lakers guys. So, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it in Charlotte. I've got a whole lot of interest on DraftKings uh, in Theo Maladon. Maladon. Theo Maladon, I think is how you say his name. 4,400. He just scored, uh, I think, over 30 points, DK points. 
32 DK points in his last game across 39 minutes. And he only shot 4 of 13 from the field. So it feels like this is a bit of a floor game, honestly. You got three steals and eight assists. He might not get that many. I uh, had five turnovers. That's pretty reasonable for him. He was only 3,600 last time. He's 4,400 here, but I still have a whole lot of interest in him against the Washington Wizards squad that, uh, again, doesn't – they have more of a platoon situation at point guard. Not really anyone that jumps out as a really starting point guard type dude. So I like this matchup here, and I like uh, Theo Melodon at that price tag. I also have some interest in that Cleveland-Orlando game, which we talked about. Um, on the Cleveland side, I think there's some guys that are really just priced too low. You've got Darius Garland, uh, 8,500, and I think he's 8,500, right? Let me see here. Yeah, 8,500, and I've got even more interested interest in Donovan Mitchell, 8,400. I don't know why he's priced lower than Darius Garland. I'm thinking, it doesn't make much sense to me. Could Darius Garland have a better game than Donovan Mitchell? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, that could happen. But I feel like Donovan Mitchell has a higher ceiling and the probably more consistent production of DK points. So I think those guys are both priced well enough that you can play them. Uh, I do have Donovan Mitchell in my current lineup that I've built so far. Orlando is a good matchup for anybody. And they've got some question marks in their backcourt as well. Uh, you know, with Colanthi just coming back, Markel Fultz just coming back. Those guys are kind of splitting up minutes right now, trying to get back into game shape. No Jalen Suggs, who's really the defensive guy that's over there in the backcourt. So he's a very athletic guy. So, uh, you know, I like this matchup. Donovan Mitchell 8400 is one of my favorite spend-ups on the slate. Okay, so let's talk about that big situation on Cleveland. Diakite, I believe is how you say his name, got the start in the last one. They were playing Philadelphia 76ers. He is only 3,000. He got 23 minutes in that last one. I think you can take some dart throws on Diakite, but I would be very wary because that seemed like more of a matchup move to me than anything else. I told you some of those other guys I was interested in on the Cleveland side without Kevin Love and without Jared Allen. I've got some interest in those guys. Again, you know, Jetty Osmond, I'll throw out there, 4,200. He had a dud in the last one, but he also played 29 minutes. This is a guy that's won GPPs for people in the past because so many people just don't want to play him because he is very – he has a very – I wouldn't say low floor. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a low floor. I wouldn't say he's not going to put up a dud. You know, he's going to be not going to be a zero, but he's going to get like 15, 16 points at that, you know, 4,200 price tag. I mean, it's not going to sink you, but it's not great. But if he hits that high end, he's got a very high ceiling. He scores the basketball. He bled yellow blood. I don't know if you guys saw that in the last game. He got hit in the face and like there was yellow liquid dripping from his face. I don't know what's going on. Maybe his veins have Gatorade. But either way, 4200 is a good price for him, I think. Uh, Dud in the last one, a lot of people are going to be off of him. His ownership should be lower. So I do like him. It's a big slate, so I do like him a bit. Uh, Isaac Okoro, F3400. Got some interest there as well. Hoping he gets you know, 25, 30 minutes there. And at that price tag, uh, you know, not, not the highest ceiling guy. But if you need a low-priced guy to fit into your lineups, I think he's fine. On the other side of the ball, Orlando. I'm not going to go with Mo Wagner. I know I said that last time, and it bit me a little bit. I actually went with him in FanDuel, which turned out pretty well. Uh, I did not go with him on DraftKings. I went with Zach Collins instead. Womp, womp, not a great call. I uh, did not expect Mo Wagner to have, what was it, eight, nine assists, something like that. But now he's priced up. And this is not necessarily a great matchup for him, even without Jared Allen in there, even without Kevin Love in there. So I just don't, I'm not going to go to Mo Wagner. I don't have any interest, any interest in him. I do still have interest in Bull Bull, who actually fell in price 
price here. He was, uh, I think, 7,300 last game. He's 6,800 now. Put up a dud in that last one, too, so people will be off of him. I do have a lot of interest in Bull Bull. Um, okay. Let's talk about perhaps my favorite play on the slate, on the entire slate, uh, in New Orleans. And I like him on FanDuel, too. He's even cheaper on FanDuel. But for uh, DraftKings, he's 9,000. Zion Williamson. He's playing the San Antonio Spurs. What have you been doing all season? To great success. We've been attacking them down low in the middle. People get offensive rebounds like crazy against them. People get inside and score like crazy against them. Their defense is Swiss cheese. Zion Williamson without Brandon Ingram has been going bananas. This is just a recipe for a guy that I have to roster. So I'm going to have Zion Williamson probably every lineup. This is probably my, my favorite play on the entire slate. Easy spend up for me just because of the matchup. Uh, I also have some interest, obviously, in Trey Murphy. You know, no Brandon Ingram, no Herb Jones. Herb Jones is also out. So Trey Murphy at 5,700. I like him a whole lot. Again, it's a good matchup for the, the Pelicans. I'm hoping the Spurs keep this competitive and that the starters get, you know, minutes. That's the only, only concern here. <clears throat> but as long as that happens, I think these guys are both solid. Zion and Trey. Got some minimal limited interest again in Dyson Daniels. I did mention him last time, and he had a very good game. So I hope you guys rostered him. I think he was in like 3,800, 3,900 range, somewhere in there. Now he's 4,500. So my interest has waned a little bit. But he had a very good game in their last one. And without those guys in his way, uh, you know, this kid's going to be a good player somewhere down the line. Uh, flash some, some really good potential. Could throw up a very, a very uh, terrible dud, obviously. So for DFS, he's very hit or miss. But I have some interest there. Uh, probably my favorite game on the slate, just from the fact that I've watched it so much, watched these teams so much, is Indiana and Utah Jazz. And I've watched a lot of them recently because, you know, their props seem to be hitting for me. Uh, but I have some interest uh, mainly on the Indiana side. I've got some interest in Miles Turner at 7,300 against, again, a Utah Jazz team that is weak on the interior that's going to play Kelly Olenek. You know, he's not necessarily a guy that scores in the low post, so I'm not as high on him as other centers that go against the Utah Jazz. But I think he's decent. I think, and then with the hit, a little bit of a price drop too. So I like him at the center spot here. And I'm not like super high on any centers really. So I'll probably have him in, in a fair number of lineups. Buddy Hill at 6,100, I think is also a pretty good play. Uh, just an up-tempo game, a game with no defense. Screams Buddy Hill to me. He could go for 30 real-life points any given night. Hitting some threes. Uh, and, you know, the Utah Jazz and, and Pacers, they're probably going to probably gonna have to up a lot of threes. Let's be honest here. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I've got some interest in still in Colin Sexton at 5,500. Still no Mike Conley. Uh, he's been playing very well recently. He's been putting up assists, which has really solidified his floor, making him a much safer option than usual. I think he's pretty safe to produce 5x. Probably not going to get that 6x. It's a little bit of a stretch, I think. Maybe his shot's off and he maybe puts up 4x, but I think he's a pretty safe play at 5,500. Uh, before I do go on, though, guys, I do want to tell you guys there is a DFS pass available through sportsethos.com. You guys should go get it. It is super duper 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 cheap, and it gets you access to a lot of brilliant minds. It's a fun community. 
we like to hang out in the Discord before the lock and let you guys know what's going on up until lock. You should go sign up. Go get it. Tired of telling you about it. Just go get it. Tell me to shut up about it. How about that? Get the get the DFS pass for one month to go to the Discord and say, Keith, shut up about the DFS pass. That's it. It's five dollars, five bucks. You could do that. Uh, Ethos 360 Pass is also available there, which gets you the wager pass. It uh, gets you access to all those props I've been playing that have been ice cold recently. But hopefully we turn that around. And the Fantasy Pass, which, of course, is, uh, you know, just kills it every season. Get the Brewski 150. That's already passed, so we've already got that for our drafts. But now, if you have questions about your fantasy teams, you can get there in the Discord with that uh, Fantasy Pass. So Ethos 360 gets you all three of those things in one nice bundle. All right, moving on. Phoenix and Houston. I got to have some interest here, hoping that Houston. My concern here is Houston's going to get blown out. I think it's a yeah eleven and a half point spread so far uh, with Phoenix and Houston. So I'm hoping that Houston can keep this close. Phoenix has been playing pretty well recently, very well. Specifically, the guy that's on my list here, Devin Booker, ten one. Another spin up that I like. I think there's uh, some other guards in that in that area that you can definitely go to. So. He's not a lock for me, anything like that, but this is obviously a great matchup. And I don't mind spending that pretty penny on Devin Booker against a very weak Houston Rockets defense and a, a paced up level of play because the Rockets are just going to run and gun. All right, Toronto Raptors and Brooklyn Nets. Wish Ramiz was with me so we could talk about this, but I think he would agree with me. I hope he would. That Fred Van Vliet at 7,300, and I know I had him last time, and you know what? He got ejected in the first minute of the third quarter. Like, if you're looking at his line, look at his you know, box scores, looking at his DraftKings thingy that pops up game log, you're going to see that, you know, very little line, and you're going to say, ooh, that's ugly. He didn't have a great line at halftime, but he did get ejected in the first minute of the third quarter with a second technical foul. Obviously, he wasn't in the right headspace to play that game. I'm looking for him to have a bounce back here, and I'm looking for him to have low ownership because of that dud. So 7,300 for Fred Van Vliet. He's like 8,400, I believe, on DraftKings. So, I mean, on uh, FanDuel. So it is – it's a price cut. It's some savings. If you need it, go to it. I like even better, though, on the Toronto side. I like Gary Trent Jr. at 5,000. Just had a big game, so people probably will be on him. But I think he's another guy that's very safe to produce 5x value and has the potential to put up 6, 7x value. So just go get him. I mean, it feels like, uh, you know, we want that in that range. All right, last game I have here, Chicago and Golden State Warriors. I've got some interest in this game and a couple of other guards. I mentioned there were some guards in the slate that I liked a lot. Zach Levine at 7,200. Been playing very well. I'm a Bulls fan, obviously. You guys know that about me. I have that Bulls podcast. I haven't had any shows recently, but we will get one out there soon. But I've been watching these games, and Zach Levine looks to be healthy. He is attacking aggressively. He's taking contact. Those are the two things I want to see from Zach Levine if I'm going to trust him to put up value in the 7 to 8K range, which is what he's been in, in DFS for a long time. You know, somewhere between that 7 and like 8-5 range. And so I'm looking for him to go out and heater recently and you know soon. And he's gonna be buoyed by the fact that he's going to the to the free throw line. He has an incredible free throw rate or free throw percentage, I should say. Needs to up his rate. 
Um, but I think he can do that. If he's trusting, you know, that knee again and taking contact, I think he can have a good game against this Golden State Warriors team. I'm expecting the Bulls. I did put a little bit of sprinkle on that money line for the Bulls because I'm expecting them. They have a very rough schedule here. Uh, they had one against the Suns that they lost, obviously the Warriors, and they have another team I can't remember off the top of my head. That's going to be a very difficult matchup for them. I think it's the Kings. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but very difficult stretch here, and I think this is a game that they can steal. I really do. And they're like plus 250 on that money line, so I sprinkled a little bit on it. You know. um, but yeah, Zach Lean, 7,200. Like him in DFS. Uh, on the other side of the ball, got to go to Clay Thompson anytime he's playing the Bulls. 6,000 for this guy. Um, you know, going back to even three, four years ago when he had that game where he had like 11 dribbles and 50 points, you know, it's just the Bulls don't f defend the three-point line well. Clay Thompson shoots a lot of threes. It's that simple. I mean, they're just not, you know, there's it's been a struggle to get to shooters for the Bulls. And so Clay Thompson is, I mean, I can't call him the best shooter in the Warriors, obviously. Clay, Steph Curry does exist. I think Steph Curry's a fine spin-up too. I like some other guys in that price range. That's the only reason I have him here. But, uh, but Clay Tops at 6,000 makes a lot of sense to me. He always kills the Bulls. So I'm expecting another big game here. Uh, okay, Thrive Fantasy. If you guys aren't signed up at ThriveFantasy.com, go there. ThriveFantasy.com. Enter the promo code ETHOS to get a, a deposit match bonus up to $250. And you're going to enter these contests. I actually don't like a lot of the props that are in that contest. Not a whole lot I like there. There was only one I like Fred Van Vliet, over five and a half assists. That's 100 points for you. So that's my one. That's my lock of the day. I'm hoping you answer for me. But in lieu of not having a lot of Thrive Fantasy plays, I'm going to give you my two wager pass plays so far. It's another Fred Van Vliet play. So, I mean, I don't like, I do love the guy. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I lived in Wichita for a while, Wichita State guy, obviously. Um, I wasn't there when he played in college. I like have no reason to like love. I mean, I do love him because he's a small guy and he's managed to succeed in the NBA. But uh, I do have his over on points, sixteen point five points, which just seems incredibly low to me against the Nets team that doesn't necessarily guard, you know, defend the the backcourts, opposing backcourts well. And again, it's another it's a bounce back situation for him, right? He got ejected in the last one. He was like one for nine, I think, in that first half. And uh, got ejected shortly after that. It was just a terrible game. So I'm looking for him to slough that off and have a bounce back here. I mean, he's always has, you know, streaks of games where he, you know, he doesn't shoot the ball well. But I think 16.5 is just such a low number. I think you can ladder that up, too. I'm going to look into laddering that up, too. But it's minus 113 on FanDuel. I'm playing it there. Minus 115 on other sports books. So you can play it there, too. And then I've got another one here is Nikola Vucevic. For a double-double at minus 125 on DraftKings. Yes, on double-double, minus 125. 1.25 units to win one unit. Again, I think this is a good spot for the Bulls. Had a little bit of rest. I think the, the Warriors have struggled at times this season. Looked Showed their age a little bit. I think this is a good spot for the Bulls to steal one. And if they're going to do that, they're going to need a good game from Vooch. I like the last couple of years they played against the Warriors. And I want to say it was three out of the last uh, five games he hit a had a, hit a double double against the Warriors. I mean, obviously the Warriors have Draymond Green uh, playing the center. They have you know Kevon Looney. People that don't necessarily scare me. He's going to score just fine. It's the rebounds that we're looking for here. 
And I think there's going to be some. I think, you know, if I'm projecting for the Bulls to stay close on this one, the Warriors are going to have to miss some shots. So maybe I'm way off base. But, hey, I like that play. But that's going to do it for us, guys. That is it. That is your DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at BSBPKeith. And wherever you listen to the show, please subscribe. Leave us a review. We will love you forever for it. But until next time, guys, go get that money.